Looking to go on your first couple's trip together and not sure where to start? Or maybe all your vacation time has been used up on family trips with kids in tow, and it's been forever since just the two of you have gone away. Whether a big international trip or small weekend getaway is what your heart desires, we've got you covered. Today we discuss the most important aspects of couple trips, how to make sure both parties get a say, and even a little friendly competition to get the ball rolling. Welcome to the Travel More Podcast. Each episode, we share custom itineraries, travel hacks, expert advice, and even stories of our past travel failures to help you level up your travel game. I'm Shelly, a lover of plans, itineraries, and cheap flights. I'm an expert deal finder with one eye always on the budget. And I'm Bruce, the improviser, ready to pick up where plans fail to turn letdowns into unexpected trip favorites. We're here to bust through barriers that stop you from making your travel dreams a reality. So book that flight, buy the tickets, and say hello to your next adventure. This is the Travel More Podcast. Welcome back to the Travel More Podcast. Welcome back. So we just got back from a fun weekend trip Mm -hmm. back to uh, Salem, Massachusetts, which I haven't been since I was a little kid. Yeah, I've never been. And, you know, I think the... My favorite part about this is that Shelly thought we were just going to like a, a, a normal is a good word, a typical kind a, of like New town. England town. Yeah, I don't think that was that outrageous to like think that you know it's a regular town. But I, I, I think I would say it's pretty unique. In yeah, it's theming. Yeah, well, I knew that like Salem, obviously the Salem Witch Trials happened there. I know they go all out for Halloween, um, and I figured there'd be like some nods here and there to just kind of like Halloween in general and like the witch trials and all that. But no, this like the whole city kind of makes its identity on the fact that it's like Halloween year round, essentially the witch city. And I think the thing that really sold it for me as being like, that is they've bought in 100% is there, there was a cop car that had like the witch on a broom as their insignia of the city. And I'm like, Oh man, this is like, this is it. They're all in. I mean, it just, I've never seen a place lean so heavily into a theme ever. Like, that was just wild. I did not expect that. It was very fun and very cool. Yeah, it was super fun. And I think it'd be fun to go in October. I don't think I'd go, like, on Halloween. Because no. it would probably oh be my swarmed. Gosh. In fact, we were talking to somebody uh, that was local yeah. that was describing it growing up. And they were like, yeah, it gets... It gets crazy, and people don't come prepared. Right, no. <laughs> they come, they come thinking that it's going to be able to handle the masses that like almost make a pilgrimage to Salem, mm-hmm. and then they don't have anything reserved because it's not that big. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a major city. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, it's Honest, really fun. Place. Yeah, honestly, if I were going to pick a time of year to go, I would go like in the beginning or like mid September. Because, like, it hasn't gotten crazy yet, but, like, you're ready to get into the, like, Halloween vibe. You know what I mean? Like, you're in, you're you're ready the to go vibe. into Halloween. So it's like you're in that mindset, and it kind of starts your season off. I think it'd be really fun, and the weather would be nice. That's what I mean. Like, we were lucky with this February weather, because yeah. it's usually super cold. Like, so this, this weekend was kind of a birthday trip. Yeah. And also, um, definitely a couple's trip. Yeah. Like, well, Valentine's Day. All of so. our trips are couple's trips. Well, <laughs> I know, but like this one in particular. Yeah. You know, we stayed at like a, a bed and breakfast. A bed and breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And so it's all quite seasonal, which is today we're kind of talking about couples travel. Yeah. And particularly like some of the ideas around it. But but this was a fun one. Yeah. Well, you know, couples travel can get complicated because you want to make sure each person like has their say and gets to do like what they want to do. And in, in your day-to-day, it can be easy to kind of let people do their own thing so that they make sure they're hitting, like, all their boxes. But when you go on a trip together, it's like you have to make 
a considerate effort to make sure that everyone gets what they want sometimes. Right. You know, so I think that it can be just a little hard to plan. And also it can just bring out some like annoyances to the surface, I guess, of like things, you know, so you want to avoid those obviously as much as possible. So we've got some tips on how to avoid the conflict of uh, planning the travel in the first place. And then we also have, so we're doing kind of in two parts. So that was the first. And then the second one is that we're talking about a friendly competition that Bruce and I had uh, while traveling this summer in Copenhagen. So we had, we're like, we're talking about a couple of trips. We have to bring this up because it's so fun. I, I like that we're going to end with that because you know, when we're thinking about couples travel, you might be someone who this is your first trip you're taking as a couple, mm-hmm. which comes with its own like yeah. nervousness. Yeah. And like, cause you know, people say a road trip or staying overnight or traveling with somebody will really test <laughs> whether or not this is the kind of person you want to be with. Yeah. But that, I would say the same goes for other couples too. Like maybe couples that haven't gone away for a while because they've been doing things with, you know, family and kids. Or maybe you um, do get away a lot and this is a way to kind of like, Spice it up a little bit, which is kind of like what we um, did for the Copenhagen. That's Obviously, we get we get away a lot, but like this was a way that we could kind of like make it our own. Yes, and I, I do think that the competition aspect of it is really fun, especially if you are, you know, you've been together for a little bit. Yeah. So you're not necessarily testing out what is it like to go somewhere. Yeah. I maybe not do the competition. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a little intense. Yeah, but I mean, it also could be kind of a fun way to see, you know, what what people do but we'll get to that it's true because you know the first thing we were going to talk about a little bit is uh travel styles yeah and i think when you think about couples traveling um it's it's actually a good lesson in like communication and thinking about your partner yeah right yeah and if you're unfamiliar when we say travel styles there's like a few things that come to mind in my mind when i think travel styles um one i think the biggest one that's talked about a lot is fast versus slow um, so Bruce and I, I mean, 1,000% are fast travelers. So I forget that sometimes because, like, <laughs> even this weekend felt pretty chill. Like, it was a quick go. But, like, you know. We hit, like, every single major thing and walked the city, like, six times. <laughs> still felt yeah. really relaxed. <laughs> right. We're not, we are not relaxers. That's kind of in a second part. But fast travel meaning, like, some people will, will do slow travel and they'll stay, like, in one city and oh, really right. kind of try to get the local feel and like go to the local coffee shops and that's great i love that um but they really take their time and like explore one destination before moving on and then there's fast travel just like what bruce and i do which is that we kind of get the gist of a location and then we move on to the next (laughs) i would say most people are fast traveling well it takes a lot of time to slow travel yeah you need to have time and resources right like it's not really open for anybody just to do exactly like when we only can go 10 days a year to somewhere like we could spend 10 days in one city yep um but we just we want to see as much as possible so then we end up going to three cities in 10 days you know so it's just one of those things where it's like we have limited time and so we're going to make the most of it and that's the way we do it but there is slow versus fast so you'll kind of want to know what your partner is into you know are they like slow mornings at local coffee shops are they like seeing all the sites in one day and moving on Right. And then there are some other dynamics to travel styles, too. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm trying to think, because I, I know there are probably people who have written articles or books or whatever, kind of archi- they're essentially it's boiling it down to like archetypes of preferences. Yeah. I mean, I think the second category, there's probably three main categories in my my head, at least. So the first one is fast versus slow. Yep. The second one is relaxation versus, versus adventure. adventure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that one feels fairly um, self-explanatory, but some people like to go on vacation. This comes to a shock to Bruce and I, because, again, this is not our style. But (laughs) some people like to relax on their vacation. Like, they want to go to a beach, and they want to sit with a book, and they want to have a margarita, and that's their day. Um, And Bruce and I have so tried to do that so many times, and we just can't sit still. Um, And so we obviously fall in the more adventure camp, which it's like if we're going to a beach – we're also like renting scuba gear and like going sea kayaking and go, you know, like we just don't sit still very yeah, well. I feel like if we don't have an activity planned for some part of the day, like a slow, slow day for us would be the morning. It's like, you can relax after breakfast for an hour or two, but then what are we doing? Yeah. What's our excursion? Yeah. In fact, one of my days in Copenhagen, I feel like was a, what I would consider a slow day for us, but we'll get there later. Um, and then the third uh, kind of travel style I would say is, are you a budget traveler or are you like a luxury traveler? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Budget or bougie. Yeah, budget or bougie. Or budget conscious. Yeah. That's the middle, I think. Yeah. I, what do they call that? Uh, oh, man. It's like not luxury, not budget. I mean, budget conscious, I guess, is a way. But there is actually like a terminology for it, I think. But... Um, you know, do you want to stay at the Four Seasons when you travel? Like, do you only want to go once a year or once every five years, once every 10 years, because you're really going to go out all out, you know, going to fly first class and stay at the Four Seasons and do it all? Or are you a person who like doesn't mind staying at a hostel and definitely is flying economy or even driving, um, camping perhaps, right? right. There's, there's a lot of options for more budget friendly. And then there's like the in-between where it's like, no, I'm going to fly. I am going to fly economy. I'm going to stay half the time at like a regular hotel and then for two nights we'll stay, you know, Four Seasons or like the Park Hyatt or like, you know, somewhere in between. Right. Um, Bruce and I, again, if we're tracking our own styles, we're definitely the in-between. We'll like definitely splurge for things that we think are worth it. But for the most part, we're keeping our other costs low so that the splurges don't come as such a shock. Yeah, I think we are... We pick and choose, right? You know what things we want to go in on, um, but we're not like a hundred percent just looking for super budget options all the time. No, but I would. I mean, I know that we've kind of explained some of our travel, and people are like, "I would never stay somewhere like that." So you know uh, what I mean, like, well, and that's definitely that's the key. right. So you think you're going back to like couple styles, breaking down these ideas: so slow and fast, adventure or like relaxation, um, budget or bougie. You know, luxury type travel. And I would really focus, when I'm saying the budget versus luxury, the thing you really want to nail down is, like, accommodation-wise, which, Mm. where are you, you know, hitting? Because, like I said, we've stayed in some places, again, this will come up in the Copenhagen, that we thought actually were really cool. Mm -hmm. And then we show them people, and they're like, I cannot believe you (laughs) would stay there. And it's like, no, it was really cool. But it just isn't their thing, and that's okay. But you might want to know that (laughs) before you end up there and, you know, stuck there for two nights and with a really unhappy partner (laughs) this you know it's like planning your couple's trips um it makes me think of something i've seen on instagram or tiktok a lot where it's like it's usually the boyfriend or the husband who's like how to determine where they're going to dinner and they're like you won't believe where i booked for dinner tonight and then she'll be like oh the mexican place and they're like yep (laughs) (laughs) how do you get the answer without asking directly (laughs) hey actually that goes really well into kind of our next section of planning that couple's trip which is um, how to figure out the destination. <laughs> so, I mean, once you have all your travel styles kind of nailed down and you have an idea of what you may be looking for, obviously it's going to be a lot easier to figure out the destination from there. Um, mm-hmm. So, of course, you can sit and talk and figure out 
where you want to go, where you've always wanted to go, or what follows into those travel styles. Or you could take our um, kind of a, a page from our book and get a little more creative. So obviously you can wait for flight deals to pop up on Scotch Chief Flights or going as it's now known. Um, but if you just have like, you know, you need to go at a certain time if it's going to work or, you know, you know this weekend or it's going to be spontaneous and you're going to go away in two weeks or whatever, you may not have time to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Google Flights or Skyscanner is really fun. So you can just like put in your airport and then see what comes up. And that's really fun to do together and be like, oh, like, we never thought of going to Portland, Maine. You know, like, that's such a, a smaller city. But, like, when you start to actually look at it and it's, like, a cheap flight and you're like, oh, actually, it's a super cute city. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot to do there. So that's one thing is you could just let Skyscanner slash Google Flights find it for you. Um, or if you're going to drive, just get on Google Maps together. You know, and start zooming in on the map. Yeah, pick like your your radius, your time, or your miles out, mm-hmm. and just kind of look like you're the center of the circle, and just start looking at like wherever where you can get. Yeah, we've we did that a lot. Actually, we probably do that more than we do the like having the flight choose our destination. We probably let the journey, like the the amount of time we can spend in the car (laughs) choose our destination quite often right i mean just off the top of my head like we did that in toronto remember we went um to the wedding and then we stopped off in toronto that was fun yeah because it was an easy like stopover Mm -hmm. um and charlotte north carolina we went to finally got to try carolina barbecue well that was fun too just because if you have a you know, some destination you're going to, like we did that for a wedding. And then the other time was we were just driving back to see your family in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to find places that would be fun to go on mm-hmm. the in-between. But you could do it as your destination too. You yeah. know, if you just looked out and you said, okay, I, I'll drive four hours for the weekend or something. And then just start looking at what's kind of close to you. Well, I think that's, that's fun to do as well. If you, you know, you may not be in the budget or have the time to be doing a big trip as a couple, like, you know, mm-hmm. Shelly and I are going to talk about our international trip in the summer, but we've also done tons of just weekend kind of getaways. I mean, Salem's a great example. And two weekends ago, we went to New York and we'll probably go somewhere this weekend. I mean, we obviously like really try to get out, but my, our point is like, none of those are flights. Yeah. And don't knock it. Like if it's not, quote-unquote big destination i think if you're just trying to get somewhere and travel there's so many things you could do Mm -hmm. you know from local hikes to camping to visiting just like a town or neighborhood or region that you can drive to easily Mm -hmm. and spend a night or two there it's It's really fun yeah Yeah. even a staycation is fun we stayed at the graduate hotel in new haven oh yeah it's like a 30 minute drive for (laughs) us but it was so fun it was like a really nice hotel and it meant that we could do like a, a little bar crawl that we created around well, the city. Well, you could focus on each other. Yeah. Because you're not really worried about cooking or dealing mm-hmm. with anything at home. You kind of put things aside for a little bit and then just go enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And especially, I mean, if it's local, like local-ish, like New Haven is only about a half an hour from us, then you don't have to worry about like, you know, where are we going for dinner or something? You know what I mean? It's just, it's close. So it's like you can kind of just focus on hanging out. But I digress. Um, next is the plan. Yeah. So once you actually have where you're going now, how do you plan it? Yeah. This is like, I I feel like I've been talking a lot during this episode, but the plan is truly where I, this is your favorite. This is your, this is how Shelly relaxes. I don't know anyone else who relaxes this way. Uh huh. I like plan fake trips, (laughs) like trips that we're not even taking. I'm like, what would it be like if we went to Egypt this summer? 
Like, let me just find all the hotels, everything we would do, all the restaurants. See, this is, this is, I'm very lucky. Because if I'm like, <laughs> hey, you know, it'd be cool if we went to Colorado. And Shelly's like, let me just pull up one of my fake itineraries that I've already built for us <laughs> in my free time. It is just fun. It's almost like I tell kids at school that like, I'm good at geography because of this. Like, because I play around with, like... That's true. Kind of looking at the map. Yeah. Like, I just play around with it a lot. But anyway, so... So, yeah. But one of the big things we want to think about planning a trip for couples is that, you know, the easiest way to ruin a trip is to overplan. Agreed. And keep your... And you don't want your expectations to be super, super high. And that happens when you overplan. So, like, when you've spent hours researching on Instagram and you've found this Instagrammable hot chocolate or whatever, and then you get there and it's closed, you get there and there's an hour and a half wait, or there's no reservations left for the day, and all of a sudden you're super bummed. Or you feel like every moment of the day was scheduled for some activity. Yeah. And you're like getting your partner awake in the morning and be like, come on, come on, we have to make it to our first reservation. Like, yeah. Unless both of you are really into that and you're like itinerary keepers, which cool, go for it. Yeah. If that, like, I would but just even be cautious. Then, even then I would be cautious because there's so much that could go awry. And then it just like ruins your trip because you're like, I planned for all these things and now they're not happening. And right. I think that for us, and we've said this before, kind of the golden middle ground is like to plan 50% and let the other 50% be um, spontaneous. Yes. And that's where we always, like even in our intro, we say like, I'm the planner. And then Bruce fills in all the gaps because he's really good on the fly. Um, but I think that that, beyond the fact that like you don't want to stress out your partner or yourself trying to like make every one of these details happen. I think the other like really fun part about that, and we just experienced this in Salem, is when... Only 50% is planned, and then you have that other 50% to kind of, like, wander and everything. It's, like, you know, you have enough, like, solid points to get to that you don't feel like you're just kind of wandering around a city wondering, like, what am I going to do next? Yeah, you're not wasting all your time trying to search on a map. I was going to say, or, like, on your phone all day kind of looking for places to eat. Like, you have some of those things kind of mapped out. But then it leaves you to kind of explore. And when you do find something that's really cool, it almost feels like you like found a secret. Yes. Like, and, and it's fun to share with the person because it's like this thing that like the secret you found well, together. It's, it's spontaneous and you share it and you stumble upon it and it's very fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. Like in Salem, we had a couple landmarks kind of staked out and it's kind of a nice town because it has a, a path mm-hmm. like the Freedom Trail in Boston. So there's a lot of historical markers. Mm-hmm. But then we there was... Um, one, there was a festival happening, which was kind of fun, mm-hmm. which we didn't know about. So it was like ice sculptures and chocolate because it was kind of like Valentine's I, I Day. I knew about it. Okay. Well, Shelly knew I did not. So <laughs> anyway, I got to stumble into that. But we, what I wasn't sure about, there was like a ton of chocolate uh, yeah. places. That or, was a thing. What would you call it? Chocolatiers? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolatiers, I think. Well, they're, they're all like boutique type chocolate places. Yeah. And... You know, the places that you like buy truffles <clears throat> out of the glass. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we, we stumbled into a bunch, and I that was really fun. I think the one in particular, there was actually two next to each other, and one was like really oh, yeah. fancy, and I was like, I don't know, this seems like a lot. And then there was a classic one that's been there since, ooh, I don't know, 1800s? Yeah, it was, they, they say it was like the first... They had a jar of like these molasses candies called blackjacks <laughs> that are like 200 years old. It was kind oh of, yeah, no, they had yeah, gross, like they like, were two hundred. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say like you know they've been around. No, the literal candy in the jar there. was two hundred years so old. I was excited to find that. Other people might be be like, yeah, dude, like everybody goes there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like this, but like I didn't know about it. It wasn't on our list, so it was no, fun to stumble it was, into. It was fun because I was like, oh, let's just go in and buy some some candy. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's what happens when you are careful not to overplan. 
you know, yeah. you make sure you've got some landmark things, you have some ideas for dinner, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Right. So yeah. in the moment when you're feeling it, you know you've got options, uh, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, 100%. So the last piece of this is the womp womp budget. Um, no one likes this part. Ooh. But I think that the budget is important to be clear on both parties, mostly because you don't want someone to be like, oh, I thought we were going to be able to do this. And it's like, no, that's like way more than I was planning on spending. You know, it just it avoids like the awkward conversations in the actual place because that's no fun um but like even like with bruce and i we went to lake george uh, last two summers ago that was yeah memorial day yeah a couple and summers, two, two years ago we were like oh we have this it's like a really cheap trip because we were gonna camp and all these things and then we were gonna go um white river rafting in africa and it was like class five rapids and bruce has never been white rafting white river rafting and so he was like i really would like to do this before <laughs> i'm on the nile river doing it and that's fair so we found white river rafting but obviously that blew our budget so you know it's like little things like that where it's like okay so now we need to rework things a little bit or we need to like borrow from other budgets or whatever but it's just good to have that initial right off the bat mm-hmm. so that you can kind of both look at activities with the same lens, you know? Yeah, and you want to have an expectation. Like, food's a good one, too. Yeah. You know, if one person's like, I'm fine eating hot dogs and peanut butter and jelly on our camping trip, and the other one's like, yeah, no, like, that's not worth it to me. That's I'd rather me. spend some. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce could eat that. <laughs> that. That was just Bruce and me. So Bruce could eat hot dogs every day on a camping trip. I just think it of my dad on his bicycle it. trips. He had a loaf of white bread, mustard, and bologna. In like a cooler for a week. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'd rather get bologna sandwiches than hot dogs, but... We did do that on our road trip out I west. I knew we were going to say that. But we did stop and get other things. Many other things. So. Food is the reason to travel for me, so yeah, I'm, me that's too. one thing I'm not giving up. I don't think we ever... Uh, what's well, skimp, I guess you could say, yeah. is like on, on our budget for food. No. That's other like the things, majority though. of our budget. <laughs> I know. We'll, we'll stay at like... A hostel that's like forty dollars a night, and then go sit down at a fancy. I say one that you like bring your own blanket to, yeah. <laughs> and then we're at like a Michelin star restaurant. Yes, yep. yes, that's, that's our vibe. But at least we know it and we agree on it, and that's See, the important part. That's the key. <laughs> agree, or at least know where you disagree. Yeah, and then, and then compromise a little bit. <laughs> exactly. So. so, speaking of budget, the worst part that actually is a really great segue into our little friendly competition because it kind of was well, we get that was the parameter was the budget, so. Let's set it up. Bruce, do you want to do the honors? Yes. So this was a really fun part of our big trip to Europe. We talked about it a little bit in past episodes, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's really a great opportunity to dive into it more for this like Valentine's Day couples trip. Mm-hmm. So Shelly and I had some extra time between Norway and then we were going to take a cruise. So we decided to go to Copenhagen. Where and the cruise left. Where, we, yeah, <laughs> where, where it was left. So we, we had like five days, I think it was, yeah. five, six days. Um, and we thought it might be fun to surprise each other by splitting the time in half. Both of us would choose an accommodation. Both of us would have a certain amount of money to work with. Um, we would, you know, kind of figure out activities for every day and food, etc. Um, and we wouldn't really share and tell each other about it. Now, one of the concerns I had right away was what happens <laughs> if we both book the exact same thing? Which, I mean, very cool. You're obviously meant to be together, I guess. Um, <laughs> but that didn't happen with us. <laughs> no, that, that didn't happen. But we did have some ways of kind of saying, like, I'm going to do this thing. Like, there were, as we did it, it was still kind of fun because we were revealing 
things. Like little pieces. A little bit before. Which well, like you said, like one of yours, you were like, I'm going quite a bit out of town for mine. I was like, well, I'm not. So whatever right. you're doing is fine. Right. Because I'm or not we, doing that. We both, you know, I think at one point you mentioned like, there's a lot of things you could do on the water in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And I think we both were doing something related to renting like bicycles versus kayaks and we kind of you know we checked in on that but we didn't really explain well you were like i'm renting something (laughs) and i was like is it on the water and you're uh, you're like no and i was like great because i'm renting something on the water you know what i mean so it was like you could maybe figure it out but our goal was not to figure it out our goal was just to make sure that we weren't doing the same thing i really nothing about even some of the small details we shared ruined the surprise of it at all no um so anyway and it was fun even if it's not a surprise i think the fun part about this so we each took i think it was two days and two nights in the hotel oh i do think you had an extra night in your hotel but that's but because we that got, was kind of like a later ride yeah i was gonna so say it's because really... that did not count in your budget and that was that night that we got there yeah. at like midnight um but i think what was the most fun about it is the they're very different trips even though i would say bruce and i are very aligned in like how we think about things and like like we said, like what we would spend on money versus what we wouldn't spend money, you know, that kind of thing. But they are very different. Well, yeah, and I, th- I still think that there are – Chili and I definitely have different tastes and things sometimes, mm-hmm. but not like super far off. Like we both enjoyed it, but we mm-hmm. definitely picked um, different ways to experience Copenhagen. Yeah, well – you started, so why don't you? Okay. <laughs> why don't so, you talk about yours yes. just a little bit? We won't go into like every little detail. I'm sure we'll do like a full Copenhagen episode at some point. And but. I think one thing, you know, the fun part of this too is a bit of like we were kind of seeing like who can kind of come under budget. Maybe like you don't have to do that, but you can always make a little bit of a goal. So. Yeah. I decided to lean into like the communal living aspect of Copenhagen in Denmark and the hotel that I booked was called City Hub mm-hmm. and it was like a, a host- box. <laughs> it, was not, it was more than a box. It was so much more than a box. This is one of those accommodations where we show people and you're like, you stayed there, but actually it was really fun. Yeah, I think it was dope. Um, obviously not for everybody, but it was tough because like we just traveled and we're on a plane and we get off the plane and we get to this like hostel which has a very communal vibe to it. And I bring Shelly to this like <laughs> box room and there's a shared communal shower, which I think at that night was like, I think I'd rather have a room yeah. with a private shower. It was just a long travel day. And so it was like, oh my gosh, like it wasn't a room. Like, you know, like usually you have a room and there's like a it was couch. Like a pod. <laughs> it was literally a pod. Like that's literally what they called it. Like you had a little bracelet that unlocked the door and it was a tiny little pod. You could only stand up in like a two by five little area it was a teeny tiny it was like a little i don't know how we explain it like a little well one thing i was intending area. i didn't they were like fully booked but there's it's like think of a cube with two l's kind of so you oh, can yeah. walk in and crouch down and your bed is kind of like down there or you can walk in and you can climb up to your bed and i think the ones you climb up to are a little nicer just because you know you're not like diving into your cube bed. <laughs> your little cube bed, yes. <laughs> no, so I was not into it the first time. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very like, oh my gosh, we should have started with mine. Mine's a regular hotel room. Like, I was not into it. However, I knew it would be cool. I just needed to sleep. 
<laughs> so I yeah, did. you were past the point of anything being enjoyable, I think, because it was a tired travel day. Yeah, and I was like, and I knew I was like, this is gonna be really cool. It's just not really cool right now, so I'm just gonna go to bed. I think it ended up being pretty cool. <laughs> it though, was really cool. Like the bathroom, it was very nice. It was, it was very nice. Very clean. Um, the 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 pot itself was very cozy, and yeah. like air, the air conditioning was great, and there was like. Uh, lights that could be any color mm-hmm. you can program and you could like stream your phone to a bluetooth speaker in your little pod and they're like soundproof mm-hmm. um and then the bathrooms were nice too like i used there was a sauna mm-hmm. um they're all private showers and everything um they're the, very nice the communal area was fun because you had like a wristband that got you into everything and if you wanted to pour yourself a drink or get any kind of beverage Snack or anything. you can there was like beer on tap that you can unlock essentially and pour for yourself so mm-hmm. i thought it was very fun it was very fun and it was like in a nice location um but you know some of the activities that we did some of my i think shelly did a better job to be honest like she's a better planner <laughs> I have much practice i think i still well, think we had a lot of fun at, during yours so my sad thing was that I think the best part was renting very cheap bicycles and kind of going the whole city and going to a couple cool places. But what I didn't know about was the trolls. Well, we found one of them. We did. But then I realized that we we could have spent the whole day bicycling to find all the... What's the guy's name? Oh, I have no idea. But they're like ginormous trolls made of like reclaimed wood. Yes. And the artist is from Copenhagen. Yeah, there's one in Colorado. They're, They're everywhere. But there's one in Colorado... We'll put and the link in the, the show, show notes, notes if you yeah. want to see. Yeah. And there's a few in Copenhagen. They're very cool. They are cool. So we found one more. So now we've had two. Um, but yeah, I liked the biking too. That was probably my favorite part. Yeah, the biking was fun. And then Shelly definitely picked a more upscale hotel. Yeah, mine was like a Bali themed. Like it was um, like almost like a spa themed. It had like an outside courtyard that was like a whole bunch of like plants and things. Um, and it was like very eco-friendly. It came with water bottles, you know, all those kind of things. It was, it was a nice hotel, but more importantly, it was close to what I wanted to do, which is Tivoli, the oh, theme that was park. Dope. Yeah. So we went to the theme park and then for dinner that night, um, speaking of communal, I cheated a little bit and I reached out to the visit Denmark people and asked them what the best part to do. Um, so that's just using your resources. That's what I said when you said I cheated. I said, no, <laughs> I'm just using my resources. So they said communal dinners are a thing in Copenhagen and they gave me a list of a few places. So we went to a communal dinner and it was like $8, which Copenhagen is so expensive. Like a coffee is $8. So the fact that this whole dinner was $8, like I was honestly a little skeptical about what it would be like, but it was great. They did sit us at like the American table, but, uh, cause like everyone spoke English with us except for one couple. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. But... We would probably rather just sat at the regular table. Um, but it was still very fun and it was like a thing they do all the time. Yeah. I would definitely every night, I think. find a communal dinner kind of, you know, uh, I guess, yeah, they just call it community dinners. Yeah. But they're fun. And then they had like a ping pong competition. Yeah, I was going to say there's a few. We ended up going back to Tivoli because we had tickets just for the day. Yeah. And we wanted to see it at night. And then my second day, I rented um, kayaks to to kayak the canals. That was awesome. Yeah. And then, um, so we did that. It took us a good amount of time. And then we walked to like a big street food vendory kind of place but it's like a permanent street food vendor place if that makes sense like a like a market like mm-hmm. a, yeah um which that we did overlap because you were like oh i heard this oh, place and i was like right. yeah although it was good enough to go back twice oh there were so many options you could have gone back every day there was like 
we we also like to do this thing where we like get little things at a lot of places which is kind of a weird dinner because we're like here's some sushi and pizza and <laughs> a burrito <laughs> but yeah exactly um but that was like a fun way to sample some different things and literally everything we had was great and there was a little brewery that's what you went to mckeller yeah because you were like there's a brewery and i was like i'm not going to a brewery but then the brewery was like attached yeah it to was it. inside this giant like market right that's place. how we because we were pretty good about like giving enough clues to be like we're going to the same place yep but that one kind of we messed up but that's okay again it one, it's part fun. of the fun too yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's totally worth it you know like give yourselves if you pick a destination and you want to split the stay if you're going for a little bit longer one great way to do it so like bigger trips you know divvy it up decide on what money you want to spend another way to do this is like what Shelly and I did for a while we were trying to be like let's go on a date night once a month oh yeah and this is kind of the same thing, but it's, you know, maybe it's not big travel, but mm-hmm. it's still get the ball rolling and we're all about that. So if you haven't, if you're thinking like, yeah, I don't have the time or money to be going to Copenhagen <laughs> for a week, <laughs> yeah, going to Copenhagen. Uh, but you probably do for a date night or even just a night over somewhere. Yeah. So it's like challenging yourself to think, all right, we're going to pick a time, pick a weekend and it's once a month. Uh, one person gets to do it and be in charge of like just deciding to go somewhere to do whatever. So like just to give you some examples, this was during well, it was during 2021. So it wasn't like well, it was pretty COVIDy. I mean, it wasn't it was like COVID, COVID, COVID like yeah. 2020, but it was pretty close. So some things were closed. It was kind of hard. People were still social distancing quite a bit. So you know, we had to be a little more thoughtful, I guess, about where we were going. But as an example, uh. Bruce uh, took us ice skating one time. That's what I was going to say. That was, that was the one I liked the most. Of yours or all of them? Of mine. Oh. I liked ice skating. Ice skating was really fun. Also because, again, I didn't know about it. Was it was unexpected, Exactly. Too. It was like we went to dinner and then we went ice skating and then we went to get an ice cream. Like, it's just like a fun thing that, like, you don't really think about. And then, like, I took us to um, Rhode Island's tallest peak because we were doing all the peaks <laughs> yes, in New England. I remember that. It's that like wasn't a hill. that far. No, it wasn't that. It's like an hour from us. <laughs> it's like 800 feet. It's literally <laughs> like a, a hill. But that a was funny. Way. And we yeah. like had a picnic at the tallest, which is like just a spot in the forest. But it was fun and it was not a huge trip, but it was still like time focused on just doing something together. That's when we went to Lo- Logies, Logies too. Logies. Um, the, uh, the nursery. Yes. And we bought plants. a few plants. One survives today. It's still here. Yeah, one survived. The other one's We're not very good with plants. No. Probably because we travel a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But in any case, it it is a good example of like just some little things to get out of your ordinary. And I think it's really fun to like see what the other person comes up with. Yeah. Well, I think, don't forget. So if you're the person who's planned for, so the other person planned it, you got to be be good you know like like enjoy it just be like nice. I think, be nice like just say like i'm gonna try this like yeah. this is gonna be fun mm-hmm. it's just a weekend it's just a night so like i think it's a great practice in giving and you know receiving receiving yeah. <laughs> Both. yeah that's like a friend quote <laughs> it is though it's fun so anyway enjoy valentine's day yeah think and about- if you do have any like amazing little things that you do like like our little friendly competition of who planned it best. Um, let us know. Yeah. We're always looking for new things to do. Join the Facebook group. Shout out. Uh, send us a message. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. 
All right. Happy Valentine's Day. See you. Did you know that every time you book a Disney or Universal vacation, you're paying for a service that you may not even be using? Really? That's right. Travel agent costs are added to your Disney or Universal vacation, whether you use one or not. So you're telling me that I'm paying for something even though I'm not getting the help? You got it. So next time you want to book a theme park vacation, make your money work for you. By booking with Magic Pass Travel, you'll get our expertise and years of experience without paying any extra and while supporting a small business. Check out our show notes to find our contact information. Can't wait to help you plan your next adventure.